Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so happy for this wonderful Christmas season. And for me, it's always a joyous time of the year. I love this time of the year. It's a time of light and love and giving. And, you know, I've received so much from the Lord. He's been so good to me. There's not a day that goes by that I don't thank him and praise him. I'm a thankful man because God has been good to me. Oh, yes, there have been troubled times and there have been difficulties on the way. But I tell you, the Lord has never left my side. He has always been with me, always helping me, comforting me. And, you know, I'm so thankful that he gave his son for me and that I am alive in him. I'm alive in Christ Jesus. And because of Christ, I have received forgiveness. I'm reconciled with the Father. I am filled with the Holy Spirit. It's all because of the accomplished work of Jesus Christ upon Calvary. He gave his life in exchange for my life. And I'm so thankful. I want to praise him. Oh, when I start to talk this way, I could fill this whole broadcast just with words of thanksgiving and praise to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful for them in my life. I mean, the Father is so precious to me as he has taken me up in his arms, in his love, and he comforts me and helps me, and he has set such a wonderful life before me and blessed me and is guiding me every step and helping me. And even if sometimes I make a mess of it, he's always there with his hand stretched out to pull me out again and set me back upon the rock and restore me into health and into wonderful blessings. I tell you, it's good to have the Father as your Father and to know Him as Father and to know that when you pray, you can say, Abba, Father. Oh, when I pray, I can say, Abba, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now. And I know because of that name, because of Jesus, what He has accomplished for me in one instant. I am right there in front of the throne of grace. And he hears my prayers and hallelujah, he answers my prayers. But you know, especially this Christmas time, it's a good time to be in prayer. It's always good to be in prayer, but especially this Christmas time, it's good to be in prayer. When we pray a lot, we are more attentive to the Holy Spirit. We are more attentive to what the Lord would say to us or what assignment he would have for us or what blessing he would like to share with us. And so it's good to have a praying heart, a praying spirit, a praying mind. But especially this Christmas season, I believe is a time that God wants to give and do so much, not just for you, but for those that are around you. And you can become a channel and a vessel through whom the Lord can flow his blessings unto them. And for that to happen, you need to be prayerful, mindful of what the Lord would want to say and would want to do through you. And so, you know, don't forget that when Jesus was born, he came as the king of kings. So he must have the proper place in our life. Does he have the proper place in your life? Is he the child still today for some, you know, as we celebrate Jesus with Christmas coming as a child? 
But I tell you, he did not stay and remain a child. He grew up and he died on the cross and he rose out of the grave. And now he is exalted and has the name above every other name. And every knee bows before him and every tongue confesses that he is Lord. And if they are not doing it yet, the time will come because all knees will bow before him and all tongues will confess that he is Lord. But for us, let us not wait for that moment that we will see him in glory and that we will have to acknowledge that he truly is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Let us acknowledge that now. Let us acknowledge now that he is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. But if he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he is also our Lord. And let us surrender to the Lordship of the Lord. Let us surrender to the Lordship of Christ. And that was also evident in the life of Anna, the prophet. You know, around the Christmas story in the Bible, we see certain people there, and we can learn so much of them. There are sometimes only a few verses about these people, but those few verses reveal so much, and they set great examples for us. They also confirm that the fulfillment of the promise has come as they are witnesses. And these people were not just any other people. These were people that were in prayer, that were waiting for the salvation of the Lord. They were waiting for the fulfillment of the promise. And so when they are there to acknowledge that the fulfillment is there, they are witnesses and testimonies for us that that promise has truly come to fulfillment when the Christ was born. And Anna is such a witness and such a testimony. Let us read Luke chapter 2, verse 36 up to 38. And you know, this is all the Bible says about Anna, but it says a lot to us. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. (laughs) What a wonderful little story about this woman. I mean, she had lived seven years after being married with her husband, and then he died and she became a widow. And now for all these decades, she had committed herself to live in the temple and to fast and pray daily and to worship him as she was awaiting the coming of the salvation of the Lord. You know, those that are looking for, that are waiting for the salvation of the Lord, I tell you, they are the ones that will also see the salvation of the Lord and that will receive him. And today, hallelujah, you can be the one to receive the salvation of the Lord as you are looking for him, waiting for him. You know, you can have a friend who always finds something and maybe you never find something. You have these people, you know, they always find a ring, a coin, money, some other blessing, some other thing, they always find something. And maybe you ask yourself, man, they are lucky. Why am I not so lucky? 
Why are they always finding something? I never find something. But you know, maybe the problem is you're not looking for it and you're not expecting it. But Anna, she was looking for it. She was expecting it. And so she did not miss it. And my dear friend, the blessings of the Lord, the promises of the Lord, the Lord will give them to you, but you must be looking for them. You must be expecting them. And when it's there, you must receive it and give thanks of it. It says here that she spoke to all about the child who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. I don't think all were looking for it and not all received her word. Not all rejoiced in the child. For many, that child looked the same and it felt the same as all the children that were brought daily into the temple to be dedicated and blessed. But you know, Anna, just like Simeon, when they saw this child, they had the revelation through the Holy Spirit that this child was not like any other child. This child was the child of God, was God in human form, in bodily form, who came down to save the world, to save mankind of their sins and to bring salvation to all of mankind. You know, we can miss the salvation of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, the purposes and plans of the Lord, because we do not recognize it. And so many, you know, they hear the preaching of some religion here, and they see some religion there, and they see a ritual here, and they have a friend who is serving some god or is serving some kind of idol or maybe has some kind of belief. And for them, well, it's all the same, and it's what, what, what's the difference? But you know, if you are looking for salvation, the Creator, God Himself, wants to reveal Himself, and He wants to reveal Christ unto you, that there is no other name given to mankind by which we will be saved but the name of Jesus, that there is no one else through whom we can come to the Father but through Christ Jesus, that Christ Jesus, He is the one who came and who died on the cross for our sin, our shame, who paid for the punishment that should be upon us, but he purchased us with his own blood. God himself, through the Holy Spirit, wants to reveal the Son to you, and he wants to confirm it in your heart, that you will know, not just with your mind, but that you will be convinced, and you will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is the salvation for mankind. He is the Savior. And Anna, she did not miss it. And you don't have to miss it. And there were people there when Jesus was born in the flesh that were expecting him, that were looking for salvation. And when she saw the baby, she knew this is him. As Simeon knew, this is him. And you can know he is it for me. He is my Savior, and I receive him in Jesus' name. And then you need to receive him as your king. You need to receive him and submit to his lordship. And you need to pray, Lord Jesus, reign in me. Oh, Lord, make me yours alone. This is so powerful and so wonderful. You know, it says about Anna that she was of the tribe of Asher. And it says about the tribe of Asher, it says that Moses said about the tribe of Asher, happy and blessed, whose feet 
would be bathed in olive oil. Well, that's what Anna surely was. She was happy and she was blessed and she was bathed in oil. Oh, hallelujah. She was bathed in unspeakable joy and the blessing of the appearing of God's anointed one, the Messiah, Christ Jesus, it did not pass her unknowingly. And she beheld the Savior and it fulfilled, I mean, all these decades. She was waiting, praying, fasting for the salvation of Jerusalem, for the salvation of her people, for the salvation for the world. As the promise was given many times over the period of hundreds and thousands of years, and she was waiting for that fulfillment. And now that fulfillment came, and it did not pass her by unknowingly, because she recognized the child, because the Holy Spirit bathed her in oil of joy, and she knew, oh, this is him whom has been promised unto us. And when she saw the child before her, she was infused with such an excitement, and it filled her with gratitude. The promise of the word of God, she held it in her heart, and that was concerning the coming of the Redeemer of Israel, which had been fulfilled. And let me tell you, oh, it has been fulfilled. The Redeemer of your life has come. And you know, she is another witness, and another testimony to confirm also to you that Jesus, the Son of God, came to this world and that his redemptive work upon the cross has been fulfilled, and that is the greatest demonstration of God's love for us, for you, my friend, that he came to this world, and he didn't just come to walk around and to assess the situation. He came to die on the cross for us, and he did die for us on the cross. Oh, let this steer your heart in prayer in this season. As you think of his coming, that you don't just think of his coming, oh, wonderful, he came, and that's it. He came, and he assessed the situation. He came and walked among us. No, he came with that purpose to save us of our sins, and that's exactly what he fulfilled and did for us, and that should move you to prayer this season. That should move you to thanksgiving. That should move you to praise and to focus on the blessing that has come for you to this world. And, you know, maybe you say, yes, he came. Yes, he died. He rose again, but now he's away. And now he is somewhere up there in heaven. But I tell you, he's not far away. Oh, I love that old song that says he's as close as the mention of his name. Oh, he dwells within us, not just as a thought or as a memory, but through the Holy Spirit, we have actually become the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of God in who he dwells. He dwells within us. And so, yes, I want to ask you, open your heart as he has opened his heart. Open your heart for him and say to him, Lord, you are the one who came for me. You are the one who died for me. You are the one who rose out of the grave, but also the one who resurrected me out of death. Yes, my friend, you are alive because he lives. And when he has resurrected your dead spirit, then you are truly alive. You have received eternal life and eternal blessing. 
Say, Lord, you are my Savior, and I thank you for being present in my life as my daily bread. Yes, the Lord is your daily bread, my friend. He is the living water, and you will drink, and you can drink, and you will never thirst again. He is the word of life. He is your prince of peace. He is the song of songs. Oh, when you sing his name, oh, that just fills you with such a joy. Yes, he is the guardian of your life. He is the keeper of your heart. He is the provider of your needs. He is the security you need for your future. He is the sustainer of your hope. He is the foundation of your faith. And I tell you, you are no longer in darkness because he is your light and you are walking in his light. And whenever you are weak, he is your strength. Whenever you are in uncertainty, he is your wisdom. Whenever you are in conflict, he is your victory. Oh, whenever you are in hard times, he is your overcoming grace. Oh, hallelujah, my friend. Aren't you filled with thanksgiving right now? Oh, he is the way that will lead you to the Father's heart. He is the truth that will keep you from confusion and from falling. He is the life that can never be depleted or taken away. Oh, my dear friend, if you think of these words, oh, doesn't it fill you? And he is so much more than I can say in this short broadcast. You need to experience it for yourself. Oh, don't just think it's something for me or for others. But Christ is for you what he is for me. He is for me what he is for you. And he is so much more than this life can ever hold. I tell you, he is more than we have years to find out. But whatever we find out of him, every time a new revelation of how great his love is, and that his love is even greater than we thought yesterday. And tomorrow we will find out that his love is even greater than we thought today. Yes, I tell you, there is no end to his depth, to his width. He is so wide and so broad and so high and so wonderful. And yet, he is so close, so personal, speaking with that soft and gentle voice in your heart, saying, oh, you are the child of God. You are a son of the Most High. You are a priest, a priestess before him. You are a prince and a princess in his house. Oh, Lord, I thank you this day. I thank you. We can be like Anna, like Simeon, like Mary, Joseph, and so many others who opened their hearts to you, who surrendered to your lordship, and who accepted you as the king of kings. And, Lord, you rule over us with peace and with joy and you bring us so much blessings and so much joy. You restore our life, our marriage, our family, our finances, our health, Lord. Yes, Lord, you bring restoration. You bring health. Lord, you bring eternal peace. And whatever happens in our life and whatever valley we have to go through, oh, we know that you are with us to comfort us and to lead us out and to bring us through, Lord and to bring us to the next mountaintop. And I pray this day, during this Christmas season, that you will be present in the hearts and in the lives of your children, even in a greater way, because they will open themselves up for you 
in a greater way to live even more in you and that you may dwell even greater within them. Oh, yes, Lord, because there's so much more that you have for us. Oh, Lord, we expect you. We expect your blessings. We expect the fulfillment of all your promises in our life, Lord, because, Lord, every promise is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Lord, bless my listeners today. Bless their family. Bless their life, Lord, and make them a channel of blessing to all their family, friends, and neighbors. I thank you, Lord, that this will be a great Christmas season in which you will reveal yourself in a wonderful new way for us, Lord, because you are new every morning. I thank you, and I give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 